the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're taking a look at prayer in our series simply entitled Talking Back to God. Times of Refreshing is next. From the well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California, we welcome you to today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. Our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, over the past week or so, has been taking us on a journey through the issue of prayer, how to bolster our prayer life, what to pray for, how and why. And today, we continue our series on prayer, Obtaining Restoration Through Intercession. We're taking a look at Job chapter 42. Join us there for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing Now. Once again, our teacher and pastor. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. Job chapter 42. And uh, this is the last, this is the last message that I'm going to be preaching that involves preach and that involves prayer. And uh, we've been talking about this all month. And this is going to be the last Sunday that we discuss it right now. And obviously, you know, we'll be going to be talking about prayer all the time throughout the course of the year. But uh, successively like this, this is the last message on prayer as we start this. The title of my message is Obtaining Restoration Through Intercession. Obtaining Restoration Through Intercession. God wants us to offer up prayers, which are just general prayers. You're communicating with God on a base level. Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, you're a blessing. Lord, what is on your heart? You're just communicating with God. We have supplication when we begin to ask God for specific things, either for ourselves or for other people. Giving of thanks when we sit down before God and we just continually go before God and we bless him and thank him for all the great things that that he's done in our lives we have also intercession and intercession it speaks of someone standing in the gap from a from a Hebrew standpoint from a Greek standpoint when you read your Bible the word intercede it means to stand in the gap to build up the, the hedge when there is a break you're standing in the middle and you're creating, um, you're, you're creating union between the two. And for us, we have to learn to stand in the gap or pray for people that are in tough situations that God would, would move. And we would be that person that is, in, 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 in some ways, a go-between. And we're going to see this in the book of Job. Intercession is powerful. God wants us to intercede for, for people. Not just our family members, not just people that are close to us, but people all over the world who receive our intercession. This nation needs intercession. The various countries in the world need the church to intercede, to stand in the gap, to be those ones that build up the hedge. 
And all of us are called to intercession. Men should be leading the charge in intercession. We should be people that stand in the gap for our families, stand in the gap for our kids, stand in the gap for our communities, that we stand in the gap. And all of us should learn to do this. And we're going to see here that God, through Job, uh, and his release of intercession does something powerful in the life of Job. When you intercede for others, God begins to move for you. Never forget this. When you're working on behalf of another, God begins to work on your behalf. And we have to see this in the kingdom. Sometimes we can be so self-absorbed that we lose sight of the fact that, that life is about love and love is about giving. For God so loved the world that he what? The greatest expression of our love for someone is our willingness to give of ourselves, to lay down our lives, to stand in the gap, to be a blessing to somebody else. And not just always think about ourselves, but the world, it wants to get us self-absorbed. We have to learn to break free from that. And intercession is a powerful way in which we we do that. And then God turns around and starts working. He starts working on your behalf. You know, Job's story is very interesting. It is a tough story. Sometimes when I read the book of Job's, it's a tough pill to swallow. It is it is sad. And it is it is a tragic story. Uh, you see a tragic series of events that when you read about, it's amazing that he even survived all that he went through. He lost everything. And he went through a terrible, terrible moment in his life. And at the end, we're going to see God uh, bringing such powerful restoration in his life. But I think to really understand the book of Job, there's a few things that we have to grasp You know, if we're going to be successful in life, we have to know the difference between temptation, test, and trials. Temptation, test, and trials. And you cannot understand the book of Job without understanding the difference between temptation, test, and trials. The devil is going to tempt you to sin against God. He's always on the prowl, prowl, and he's looking to get us to fall to temptation. And everyone is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. That's what James said. So for all of us, we have to see that temptation in our lives, the only way that temptation will work on you is if you have something in you that, that is looking for this temptation that's coming your way. And so God, he tempts no man, the scripture said. He's not tempting you to sin. He's not providing an opportunity. He's not, he's not setting you up to sin. That's not how God operates. The devil, he wants to tempt you to sin. And the only way he gets away with that in your life or, or, or gets you to go down the wrong path is if there's something in you that's looking for what he's providing. And so that's why in this church, we're constantly talking to you, you all and myself about allowing God to deal with you, to process you, to perfect you, to break off stuff in your life and in your heart that, that could lead to, to destruction. 
Constantly allowing God to work on you on your inner man so that you become strong within. So when the enemy comes from without to tempt you, you're able to say no because there's nothing in you that is looking for what he's longing to give you. And he knows when sin has conceived, it gives birth. When, when lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin. So when my desire lines up with the devil's desire, it gives birth to sin. And so that's why he's constantly looking for your desire to line up with his desire, the devil is. And he tempts you to see if it's there. But if there's nothing in you. Jesus said that the, the little G, God of this world, Satan is coming, but he has nothing in me. He said there's nothing that he has to work with to get me to go the wrong way. And for us, that's why we have to die daily. And deny ourselves and take up our cross and get lust out of our hearts and things that will allow the devil to get us. Temptation. We have to see this. And the devil, he's a tempter. Test. There's going to be times when we experience testing in our lives. And if God is testing you, and generally he is the one that tests individuals. If God is testing you, he's testing you in view of the fact that there's something that he knows the good in you. And if you choose the good, you're going to be victorious in your life. And, and it's going to be more of a proof of your standing before him and the kingdom of God. And so there are times when we go through tests. But God, he monitors that. And we're going to see this in Job's life. He's watching over that. He sees what's going on. He understands it. And he's with us all the way. And so we have to see that sometimes God will test you. God told Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your son. This was a test. I want to see. And, and God, he puts him to the test. Abraham, he passed the test. And God blesses him and continues to advance him. In our lives, we're going to constantly go through times where God tests us. He's going to tell you to put that away. Let that go. But Lord, I want that. Let it go. I like it. And God said, let it go. Let it go. And God is, there's, there's going to be times when God takes us and puts us through the test. He tested Israel in the wilderness for 40 years. He tested Abraham. He tested David. He's going to test us. There's times when, when we go through these, these tests in our lives. And all of us have to be willing to to, to go through this process. And then there's times when there's when we experience trials. That there's times when we experience trials. And and trials oftentimes are, and I want to say this, is another way in which God is forging character in us. And we have to be willing to respond the way that God's looking for us to respond. Life is life. Is going, to, is going to produce trials in our lives. Life. And it's just life. It's not, it's not that, that, that God's even involved in it. Stop blaming the devil because you got a flat tire. You ran over a nail. What do you think is going to happen? But what we do is we try to spot, that's life. 
That's life. Sometimes life happens to us and it creates a, a moment or a trial where we're sitting there saying, what in the world is going on? I just got this flight. I'm trying to get to work and now I got to call AAA and now I'm on the side of the road and I feel bad. Everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. I didn't stop the, the traffic. We go through moments like that this life. Sometimes we go through trials in our life and it is our own actions. It's, it's decisions that we've made. We have trials in our lives, and, and there's things that we have done, and we look back, and why did I make that bad decision? Now I done threw myself into a trial. I'm going through a tough time right now. I'm in the midst of this trial because, and it wasn't God, it wasn't the devil, it was my bad decision making. We go through trials like this. We go through trials that are demonically inspired or attacks. Sometimes it's a trial and the devil is attacking you. He doesn't want you to go in the direction that God wants you to go. And those kind of trials sometimes are hard to deal with. You know that you're in a battle. And it is the devil. And God is letting you know this is, this is, the, this is the enemy. He's trying you. He's, 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 he's putting you through this. Let's go. Jesus experienced this in his three and a half years of ministry upon the face of the earth. The enemy tried to hit him many times. Sometimes it was through people. Sometimes in his mind. And we see this happen. Then ultimately, like I said in the very beginning, there's times when we have trials and it's it's God. Job is minding his own business. The Bible says that he was perfect. He was mature. He was of age and he did things right. The devil wanted to get to him. But God said no, because God had put a hedge of protection all around him. How many want a hedge of protection all around you? God had placed a hedge of protection all around him. He comes to God, Satan does, and he's complaining about Job and this hedge around all of his stuff. And God, because he knows Job's character, he allowed the enemy to take him into a trial to experience tough moment in his life and through all of it God was monitoring monitoring the limits and the boundaries of the attack saints let me say this to you stop giving the devil so much credit the devil is on a holy ghost choke chain if you got God in your life and you're doing what you're supposed to do Even your trials, God's got limits and boundaries to what he will allow the enemy to to take you through in your life. And God says, okay, I'll let you do this. I'll let you do that. But don't you do this. Don't you do that. And so he's going through this trial. God has allowed it. He's in the midst of it. God is using the devil as an instrument in this moment. And Job, no matter what. How many times he was tested in regards of God's character, he never showed blame to God. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And that's the devil wants you in the midst of your trials to start accusing God, to give up on God, to go back to the club, go back to the bar, go back to filth and perversion to go back that God doesn't love me God God loves you God cares and God knows at all times exactly what you need 
We have to learn to trust him. And Job never failed. He constantly gave God the glory. In the midst of this, saints, listen. In the midst of this, Job has friends that see him going through. And because they do not understand temptation, tests, and trials, and because they do not understand life, own actions, demonic attacks, and God, the first thing that they do is, is they see this man of God going through a trial in his life that God has orchestrated behind the scenes and he didn't even know that God has orchestrated. He's Job has kept his integrity. He never cursed God. He never turned his back on God. He continued to walk with God. And in the midst of him going through this tough situation, his friends, the only thing that they can think of in their mind is, this is happening to you because you're sinning against God or there's something corrupt in your life. And saints, I want to just tell you, when when you're going through this life's journeys, there's going to be ups and downs. But it is priceless. It is imperative that you have people around you that are able to walk with you through the valley of the shadow of death. That you have people around you that understand the difference between life, own actions, demonic attacks, and God's dealings in your life. Because everybody is going to hit a wall sometime in your life. And everybody is going to be tested by fire. And everybody's going to experience some things in their life that are going to cause people to scratch their heads. And we need friends around us that are able to to have a connection with God that is clear. And that is not just religious. That is experiential in the relationship with God. And that that only comes through, through your own personal dealings with God. We got to have people in our lives that have, that have an understanding of what I'm talking about today. Because sometimes the trials that you go through, they can bring confusion. Sometimes you can get confused. But it's good to have great people around us that can look us in the eyeballs and say, listen now. I know you're not sinning. We're talking about it. We, well, this, and, and I know you, you, you didn't make a bad decision. I know this isn't just life circumstance, because what you're going through, done, this, is, this, is, this is unusual. You know what? This is God. Hang in there. Stay strong. Don't you curse God. Don't you go back to your old lifestyle. You hang in there and watch God bring you out of this situation. Don't get discouraged. Lift your head up. You're going to make it through this. God hasn't left you. Do you feel his presence? Yeah, okay, we're going to be good. Just stick it out. Well, pastor, it's been a year. Well, it may be two, but you got to stay. Stay in the fire. Don't you, uh, don't let you let the, don't you let the devil, can I have an amen? Don't you let the devil get you off course. Don't you dare backslide. Just hang in there. And it's, and the thing about it is it's, it's easy. It's easy to say that to people. But for the person on the other end, it's sometimes it's harder to receive that. Because I just want to get out of this situation. I don't care. I'm, I'm tired. 
But saints, we have to keep in mind that the God that you serve is a sovereign God, an omnipotent God, an omniscient God, an omnipresent God, and that he is with you the whole time. And if you're going through a trial, just hang on to him. Can I have an amen? Just stick close to him. And be able to discern the situation and get people around you that are able to discern the situation. The only reason why you're going through this is because you're sinning. You're done. You haven't even asked me about the situation. Yeah, but if something bad happened, it must be, it must be God's not happy with you. You're not praying enough. You're not reading your Bible enough. You're not going to 630 morning prayer enough. You're not fasting enough. You're not doing this, and you're not doing that. And you, and you have to watch people that aren't able. That, you have to watch people that are only able to see things through one set of lenses. You have to watch it because some people, they can only see. They can only see God the devil. And they don't see life. And they don't see own decisions. And they don't see a demonic attacks. And they don't see God. They're just, they're blinded. And you have to get people around you that are mature enough to say, well, let's analyze this situation and let's check off the boxes before we make assumptions about your situation. And in Job's situation here, the only thing that they could see was that something was wrong with Job and Job was doing something wrong. There was nothing the Bible says that Job did that caused him to be in this situation. God just decided to allow him to go through a moment in his life. And Job was smart enough to realize that the Lord gives. The Lord takes away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. None of us in this room deserve anything anyway. But God has had mercy. Can I have an amen in here, y'all? Can I have an amen in here, y'all? He was able to recognize that and he held on to his integrity in the midst of his trial. His friends couldn't see it. His friends couldn't see it. His friends saw the situation and Job, they saw it wrong. But the key here in chapter 42 is this. In the midst of the pressure from his friends, in the midst of the accusations and innuendos from his friends, in the midst of his suggestions from his friends, Job, not in the beginning, the Bible said he was, but during the process and in his dealings with his friends, something internally started happening to him. And his response to his friends becomes a little bit different. It becomes a little self-righteous in some ways. And instead of him maintaining his posture of humility, the humility that he had before the trial, as he's dealing with his friends on a day-to-day basis, something begins to shift inside of him. And I want to just say to you, sometimes, saints, when you're going through a trial in your life, the people that you need to forgive the most is your friends. The thing you have to listen for more than anything else is how you're responding to your friends. Your friends love you, and they all love you. We see this in the Scripture. I mean, these guys genuinely cared. They were just wrong. They were off. They didn't see clearly. And, and for us, we have to make sure that our hearts remain pure in the midst of our trials. 
And in the midst of our trials, we have to make sure that even the ones closest to us, that we're constantly opening our hearts up to forgiveness and we maintain a posture of forgiveness because not everybody understands everything. And we can't always fault people for, we can't always fault people for their lack of understanding. And we have to make sure that our hearts remain pure. You know, people get, well, I'm tired of my mama. She all in my business. She, listen, she may be in your business. She cares about you. Now tell her to get out of your business. But at the same time, don't get mad and have unforgiveness in your heart. That's what parents are supposed to do. Care about their kids. And if I see you running with Junebug, I'm going to say something about it. Can I have an amen? And I love you, though. But listen, I, I'm just telling you. And, but what happens is we get mad and not realize that. And, and for Job, it's the same thing. His friends cared about They just were wrong. A production of the Well Christian Community, this has been Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. As we close out our time together today, we trust and pray our time together has encouraged you in Christ, has encouraged you in your walk and relationship with Him. If it has, we'd love to hear from you. Now, there are a couple of ways you can get a hold of us. By phone, of course, the easiest, 925-292-7800. Again, you can reach us at 925 925- Two nine two seventy eight hundred. You're also welcome to write to us. Address your envelope to the Well Christian Community, twenty three thirty three Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore, California. The zip code nine four five five one. Of course, you can always stop by our website. You can learn all about us at thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. You can even take advantage of a few links, one of which will take you to our Facebook page. Or if you're on Facebook, simply look for The Well Christian Community. Don't forget, as you visit our website, take a moment and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can also follow Pastor Napoleon, by the way, on Twitter. His address, at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word, at Napoleon Kaufman. We thank you for spending time with us again today and look forward to seeing you next time we get together as we continue looking at God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.